with the 2022 NFL Draft in the books, many believe that the Patriots had one of their worst drafts in recent memory. And to some varying degree, I do agree. Uh, I do believe that the Patriots did not have the draft that we were all expecting them to have considering this class and how deep it went and the selections that the Patriots made. And a lot of people thought that the Patriots just did not draft well in terms of value. Now, sometimes value isn't always important. Sometimes Patriots fans just need to trust Bill Belichick. But then you also have to consider the effectiveness of that approach, especially in recent memory. But either way, let's just get into the video. And actually, before I start, I do want to make something clear. I will not be going over each of these picks in detail. That's why the video is a lot shorter than you might expect. I've talked about all these players in different videos. I talked about uh, Cole Strange, Taekwon Thornton, and Marcus Jones in separate videos. And then all the day three picks in one combined video. So if you do want to check out you know, my thoughts on those picks, then you can just click one of those videos. But yeah, this is not the video for that. But I will give you some sort of a brief description on each player just because background information is kind of important. So yeah, let's just get into it. And starting with Cole Strange, I'm going to give this pick a B-. Many others have given this pick more of a, a C- to a C+. And strictly looking at value, I agree. Uh, trading down in hindsight was a horrible decision. And New England missed on Nicobe Dean, who surprisingly fell to the third round, and Andrew Booth. But if we look at Strange as a player, he's a solid guard. Quick off the snap, flexible, and fits the Patriots' scheme and their want to focus on the run game. So, value aside, the Patriots picked a great player. Cole Strange is an excellent guard, but we can't exactly live in that bubble where value isn't important. And so, considering Cole Strange was a second to third round guard, I am almost certain, despite what Bill Belichick said about the pick, I am almost certain that New England could have been able to get Cole Strange much later in the draft, maybe in the early or middle second round. And so because of that, I am going to have to give this pick a B-, and also because of the other positions of need that were much higher or more highly needed in comparison to offensive line. Next, we have Tyquan Thornton, and I really want to give this pick a B+, because of how excited I am to see him work in the Patriots' offense and the potential that he brings, but I do have to give this pick a solid B, once again for sheer value. And for what it's worth, I didn't want a different receiver over Thornton. I prefer Thornton over guys like Sky Moore, George Pickens, and Alec Pierce. But again, what did New England need? Linebacker and cornerback. And keep in mind, Kobe Dean was still available. And yet they took a receiver that was, again, also a position that was not of need. Now, Taekwon Thornton is fast, and the Patriots have never been able to work with a fast receiver. But there are also risks with drafting a fast slender-framed receiver like injury and catching, though I do think that Taekwon Thornton is one of the better catchers for a fast receiver. Now, I said that Marcus Jones was one of my favorite picks that the Patriots have made up till that point in day two. And even as day three went, this still held true. Marcus Jones' versatility as a cornerback, return man, and possibly even a receiver means that Jungen can really work with him. And the Patriots were also even able to get their cornerback. So, in theory, this is an A pick, right? Like an A or an A minus, right? But I'm going to give this a B plus. Marcus Jones is a great return man, but he has certain aspects of a cornerback that are still desirable. And also, New England literally had the opportunity to select Leo Chanel, a perfect linebacker prospect that fell deep into the third round. The Patriots have had trouble defending the run for many years now, and Leo Chanel really brings that prowess that would have been a big help. 
So while I love the pick for Jones, this time it isn't about value, more because Marcus Jones would have likely been gone by the end of the third round. But I think at this point, it just comes down to picking the best player on the board. And Leo Chanel, in my opinion, was that best player. And so because of that, that's why I have to give this pick a B plus. But by no means is this a bad pick. Marcus Jones, I'm sure either as a cornerback or a return man, is going to provide a lot of good value. Now, I'm not going to try to drag on this episode too long, but looking at Jack Jones, I'm calling this an A-minus pick. Jack Jones was a five-star recruit coming out of college. He had a ton of offers from Alabama to UCLA to Texas A&M and even USC where he signed. He had offers pretty much everywhere. And despite some of his legal and character issues that he may have had, I like this pick at cornerback much more than I like the Marcus Jones pick. And that's simply because I think that Jack Jones is a much better cover corner than Marcus Jones. Now, could have New England, you know, selected a project receiver or a linebacker instead of doubling down on cornerback? Sure. But this is a good value pick. And overall, Jack Jones is a great player. And so that's why I'm going to give this pick an A-. Now, the Bailey Zappi pick is weird and... Honestly, I'm just going to give it a C plus just because New England didn't even have to go cornerback, especially in the fourth round, for a backup. Now, Zappi will become QB2, assuming Stidham's cut and Brian Hoyer does retire, and that's great. But the Patriots could have made a much better selection here, maybe for a depth piece at linebacker again, or even a wide receiver. That wouldn't have been bad. And so for this pick, it's a C plus just because quarterback was never even a need. And so it's weird that the Patriots went and selected one in the fourth round of all places. Now we have a pair of running backs, Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. The Strong pick gets a B plus, while the Kevin Harris pick gets a C plus. Strong will be used in a year's time, especially with the likely departure of Damian Harris. And so I definitely do like that pick. But the Kevin Harris pick is it's interesting because the Patriots already have a power back option in Ramondre Stevenson. And so was Kevin Harris really necessary? Now, Kevin Harris is a much better pass catcher out of the backfield than either Pierre Strong or Ramondre Stevenson. And so maybe he ends up becoming uh, the next receiving option after James White retires, possibly after this year. But then again, he's also not exactly one of the faster running backs in this draft class. And so, again, it's just a very interesting pick. It's not, I don't hate this pick, but doubling down on running back was just completely unnecessary. And so I'm going to give the C plus to Kevin Harris. Now, finally, we have two offensive linemen, Chase and Hines. I'm going to give that pick a B plus and Andrew Stuber a B minus. Both are going to be backups for this year, but Chase and Hines is a project that could potentially develop into a starter. And so overall, for an offensive guard, a position of need, I like this pick. But Andrew Stuber, it's not that he's a bad pick. He's a seventh rounder. You can't exactly call him a bad pick just yet. But at the same time, I don't see him providing too much value in the next year or two yet. And so maybe I'll raise it to a B just because I think a B minus is a little too harsh for a guy that's likely not going to get any opportunities. So yeah, I think I'm going to give it a B and a B plus to Jason Hines. So to answer the question, did the Patriots have a good draft? And for me, it's tough to say. I'd give them more of like a, a meh kind of rating, which would be like a C plus to a B minus. And I really love that they addressed offensive line and cornerback, as well as they got a speedy receiver in Tyquan Thornton. But again, value matters. And as an immediate post-draft review, the Patriots should have just made more important value picks like taking linebacker or taking a cornerback much early on, rather than just reaching for guys that they simply liked. Now, maybe Cole Strange ends up becoming a 15-time All-Pro. But at the end of the day, 
Had the Patriots selected him in the second round, he's still going to be the same 15-time All-Pro as he would have been in the first round. So the Patriots could have selected a much more high-profile pick in the first round. And so that's just my, my take on that. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys later in another episode. Peace out.